No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we return to our study of the book of Proverbs as we see where King Solomon gives good, practical wisdom in many areas of life. We hope you'll join us in Proverbs chapter 11 on Simply the Bible. As we look out upon our world, we see many different paths that people are taking. But Jesus told us that there really are only two paths. There is the broad and easy path that most people are taking. The problem is that this path leads to destruction. Then there is the narrow and difficult path that relatively few people are walking. But this path leads to everlasting life. Solomon basically lays out for us the same two paths. The path of the righteous leads to life, but the path of the wicked or the foolish leads to death. We continue in Proverbs chapter 11. Now, righteousness is found in every God-given activity of life, including business. Verse 1 says, Dishonest scales are an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. You know, we have the Bureau of Weights and Measures just to monitor this practice. The dishonest buyer will use a heavier weight to get more when he buys, And the dishonest seller would use a lighter weight to sell less. But God says your weights should be the same. A pound should be an accurate pound, whether you buy or sell. God is a God of truth and integrity. When pride comes, then comes shame. But with humble is wisdom. Now, the original sin of Satan began with pride. No wonder God hates it. Yet we all have a constant enemy of pride. We naturally think more highly of ourselves than we ought. We think we are masters of our own destiny, when in fact we are merely vessels of clay formed to please our Creator. When someone is lifted up in pride, it's just a matter of time before they fall in shame. But the humble see themselves as they truly are. They see themselves the way God sees them. And if we humble ourselves beneath His mighty hand, then He will lift us up in due time. The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless will direct his way aright, but the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright will deliver them, but the unfaithful will be caught by their lust. When a wicked man dies, his expectation will perish and the hope of the unjust perishes. The righteous is delivered from trouble, and it comes to the wicked instead. The hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor, but through knowledge the righteous will be delivered. So if you have integrity, if you do the right thing when no one else is looking, that will guide you in the right path. But the perversity, that is the crookedness of the unfaithful, will destroy them. Now, you may have riches, but they will not profit in the day of wrath when God pours out his judgment. But if you're righteous, well, that will deliver you from death. The unfaithful are caught by their own lust. And how many times have we seen that happen? They follow their lust, they become enslaved to it, and it ultimately destroys them. 
the hope of the wicked dies with them. All that they hope for, all that they are so eagerly pursuing will die when they die. Righteousness delivers from trouble and it comes upon the wicked instead. The hypocrite destroys his neighbor with his mouth. Now to his face, he may act all kind and nice, but behind his back, he destroys him. Verse 10, when it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices. And when the wicked perish, there is jubilation. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. So you see the righteous, and when they prosper, hey, the city's glad because it blesses the city. They bless the city. But when the wicked perish, the city celebrates. They have a party, and they're glad to be rid of them, you know, because they've caused so much harm. The blessing of the upright will exalt the city, and the mouth of the wicked overthrows the city. You see what the wicked people do as they speak evil against those who are in leadership in the city. But you know what? They will ultimately be overthrown themselves. He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holds his peace. A talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals a matter. So you're a fool if you despise your neighbor. Why? Well, because you may need your neighbor's help. Something could happen. And if you despise your neighbor, you don't have your neighbor to help you. But the wise man will hold his peace. So you may not like everything your neighbor does. You may not like their barking dog, you know, but there's a time to speak and there's a time to hold your peace. A talebearer reveals secrets and also separates close friends. But the faithful person conceals matters. You keep it to yourself. You hold confidences. Where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. No one is an island. Anyone who thinks he or she has the corner on truth is a fool. Anyone who thinks his ideas are always golden is self-deceived. We need the different perspectives of others to make the best decisions. Now, even though I am the senior pastor of our church, and the buck ultimately stops with me, I highly value our church board of elders and seek their advice often. He who is surety for a stranger will suffer, but one who hates being surety is secure. Now, if you want to save yourself a lot of trouble, don't co-sign for someone else's loan. Don't lease an apartment for them if you're not living there yourself, and don't give in to their manipulation trying to get you to do those things. A gracious woman retains honor, but ruthless men retain riches. The merciful man does good for his own soul, but he who is cruel troubles his own flesh. The wicked man does deceptive work, but he who sows righteousness will have a sure reward. So you see quite a contrast here between the gracious woman who retains honor and therefore is honored herself, Whereas the ruthless man, all he's interested in is retaining his riches. The merciful man will benefit his own soul. If you are merciful, you will obtain mercy from others. That's what Jesus said. The cruel trouble their own flesh. And the wicked do deceptive work. All the things that they work for is just ultimately a deception. It's all going to fall down. Sowing righteousness, however, brings a sure reward. If, if you are sowing 
righteousness, then you can be assured that God will bring to you a reward in due time. As righteousness leads to life, so he who pursues evil pursues it to his own death. Those who are of a perverse heart are an abomination to the Lord, but the blameless in their ways are his delight. Though they join forces, the wicked will not go unpunished, but the posterity of the righteous will be delivered. So here we go. Righteousness leads to life. But if you pursue evil, guess what? You're going to obtain death. A perverse or a crooked heart is an abomination to the Lord. But those who are blameless, those who hold fast to God's commandments, are God's delight. Now, the wicked will join forces. We see this happen many times in Scripture. But they join forces in vain. Because uh, if God comes against them, it doesn't matter how many people you have, God and one person is a majority, or just God himself is all you need to wipe them out. But God delivers the children of the righteous. And this is why the best thing you can do for your kids and grandkids is to give them an inheritance of righteousness. As a ring of gold in a swine's snout, so is a lovely woman who lacks discretion. Now, both of these are incongruous. I mean, you can't imagine a beautiful gold ring in a swine's snout and also how beauty is wasted on a woman who has no discernment or literally no taste. The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. So the righteous people desire good things, and the Bible says that if we delight ourselves in the Lord, he gives to us the desires of our heart. So he gives us those good desires, and then he fulfills them. But what can the wicked expect? Only wrath. There is one who scatters, yet increases more. And there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. The people will curse him who withholds grain, but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. So this is all about generosity. You see, the generous person will scatter freely, but then is rewarded. Jesus says, you know, if give and it shall be given to you. But the miserly will bring poverty upon themselves. He who waters others will be watered himself, or the person who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. The greedy person who withholds grain will be cursed. Now, why would he do that? Well, because he knows that Due to the law of supply and demand, if he withholds it, the price will go up and then he'll sell it for a better price. But in the meantime, people are going hungry. Whereas uh, the person who sells, not necessarily to get the ultimate profit, but recognizes that people need the grain, so he sells it, uh, he, then God will bless that person, you see. Better to have God's blessing on your life than get the maximum amount of profit. He who earnestly seeks good finds favor, but trouble will come to him who seeks evil. So if you seek good, hey, you're going to find favor with God. If you seek evil, guess what? You're going to discover trouble. It's going to come upon you. He who trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like foliage. Now, if God blesses you with riches, great. Thank him for those, but don't trust in them because if you do, you will fall. They are uncertain riches. Trust in the Lord instead. Be righteous, and then you will flourish like foliage. You will bring forth a green leaf 
in the summer and fruit in your season. He who troubles his own house will inherit the wind and the fool will be servant to the wise of heart. So if you are causing trouble in your own house, well, I hope you like wind because that's what you're going to get in the will when it's read. Uh, Be a fool and you will be a slave to the wise. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. So if you are righteous, you're abiding in Christ and bringing forth fruit, that fruit is a tree of life to other people, to those around you. And he who wins souls is wise. You know, the best way to win souls is just to bring forth the fruit of righteousness, the fruit of love, and you will win souls, and you're then a wise person, you see. If the righteous will be recompensed on the earth, and how much more the ungodly and the sinner. The righteous are recompensed on earth, but not fully because the best is yet to come. Likewise, the ungodly are also recompensed on earth. They reap what they sow, and yet not fully because for them the worst is yet to come. So two ways are set before us, the way of righteousness and the way of wickedness or perversity or foolishness. So which path are you walking on, and which path do you want to be on? You know, it's not too late to change your direction. It's not too late to go from the broad to the narrow path. It begins with one right step toward God, and then keep on walking it. You've been listening to Simply the Bible. The Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll see where Solomon contrasts the thoughts and words of the wise person with the fool. The fool's way is right in his own eyes, but the way of the righteous is life. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Proverbs on Simply the Bible.